Radar explosion. Somebody join the USS Seawolf SSN-21 Fast Attack Nuclear-Powered Submarine where you can take on the adventures of the world and hold them in your hands with a nuclear-powered submarine built to win it all. We have a spot for you right now, so come be a champion, be somebody, and join the USS Navy on the USS Seawolf today. Be somebody. Be somebody. Petty Officer Wade Bear Dookie woke up from his nap. Oh, yes, he certainly had become somebody, signing onto that dotted line and entering onto the USS Seawolf. He was finally a submariner. And he had said, I'll do whatever job you got for me. So they said, we have got the perfect job for you. And on that day, he became a JTAC for the USS Seawolf. That's right. He became a janitorial technician. He was pretty stoked at first, actually. I mean, anything, as long as he could put on that submariner patch, boom. He'd gotten the patch on, he'd walked around the towns, and felt pretty good about himself. He really wanted to be somebody. He remembered that day when he was saying bye to his ma and pa up in the dock, and his pa had yelled something to him. He was like, oh, okay, Dad, I want to be somebody. And now he'd been out at sea for quite some time, and being completely honest, yeah, it wasn't all it had cracked up to be. See, he thought he was going to be doing something important. He didn't realize at the time that a JTEC was a janitorial technician, which is a very important job when you're on a submarine. you got to keep everything in ship shape. But still, he thought, man, I want to do something that changes the world. Instead, I'm just over here cleaning toilets and mopping up spills and taking care of the trash. Well, he had a few more minutes before he was back on duty. So he pulled out his Hardy Boys book and he went back to reading. Little did he know what type of life change was in store for him. Up in the control room, Petty Officer Tom Tavers was finishing up his duty. He was on the radar that day. Been working hard. It's one of the submariners in the control room, the radar area. He'd been watching sonar and tracking it. Well, you get on long, long duty times, and he'd been out there for 12 hours, coming down to the end of his shift. Yes, sir, any moment now, Petty Officer 3rd Class Delbert was going to be showing up to take over for him. So, he kept watching that sonar. Beep, beep, beep. His eyes just studying. Yep, it was a pretty calm day on the Pacific. Not much to report. Just hanging out. Here in the control room, things were pretty low-key, and uh, uh, the door opened up. Oh, there was Petty Officer Dell, Bert, coming in. He's like, hey, Dell, how you doing? I'm not feeling too good, said Dell. Oh, well, what's wrong, Petty Officer Tom Tever said to him. Well, I think I may have gotten a cold. Oh, you got a cold. Oh, well, tell you what, uh, come on over here, and you can... You could sit here so we can do the last couple minutes together so I can take off and go down to the uh, the galley and see what they got for, for food because I'm pretty hungry. Also got to use the restroom because I haven't been 12 hours, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, Petty Officer Dell went over and he sat down in the uh, chair next to Petty Officer Tom Tavers. All right, let's go through it. So they were watching the radar and he was telling us, like, well, there's not really much to report here. 
And uh, he's like, let me, just a second, I'm going to go over there and get the, get the time maps. So uh, Tom Tavers got up and he walked across the, to the other side of the control room to grab the time maps. And uh, about that time, Petty Officer Third Class Dale Burt went, oh, 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 I need Kleenex, I need Kleenex. Oh, 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 oh. oh. About that time, Petty Officer Tom Tavers walked on over. He's like, all right, let's see here. So I've been tracking, and there hasn't really been. Oh! Suddenly, Petty Officer Tom Tavers looked at the radar screen. Before, there had been no dots. Now, all of a sudden, there was three or four dots on there. He's like, oh, my goodness, this is this is big. And he ran. He's like, I got to go tell somebody. I'm going to go find the uh, the XO. So he got up, and he ran off to find the XO. He's like, all right, uh, Dale, Bert, just stay right there. Okay, I'll be right back. Dale was like, okay, I'm not feeling too good. So Tom Tavers, he, he ran into the other room. He's like, hey, XO, XO, you got to get in here. Well, he was gone. Petty Officer Dale Burt felt it coming again. He tried to hold his nose. He tried to do everything he could. But before he could control himself, suddenly it started to... About that time, Tom Tavers showed back up. He's like, XO, you got to check this out. We got three or four bo- oh, oh, man. They were looking at the sonar screen. And where before there had only been three or four dots, where just a few minutes ago there was no dots, now all of a sudden there was like 27 dots all over the screen. And the XO looked down. He didn't have to look long. He's like, oh, my goodness. Get the President of the United States on the phone. They went in. They found the red phone. They picked it up and they dialed. And they're like, yeah, Mr. President, we need to talk to the Mr. President. They're like, we'll get the President for you in just a second. He's playing Papa Golf right now. So uh, they finally got to the President, like, President of the United States, we have a full-blown attack happening right now in the Pacific Ocean. Call the destroyers, call the aircraft carriers, call everybody. We might have to set off a nuclear warhead here any moment there. About this time, people were starting to get woken up in the military all around. Calls were going out in the Navy and the Army and the Air Force and the Marines and everywhere. And people were starting to get loaded about that time. Tom Tavers had ran over to check the charts and he was coming back. But before he got there, Petty Officer Third Class Dale Burt felt another one coming on. And he was like, <laughs> he stifled it for just a little bit, but then he couldn't hold it. <laughs> when Tom Tavers got back, he's like, we gotta keep track. Oh my goodness, there's a full blown invasion. He looked on the screen and it was just covered with tons of dots. It was like a full on army. They're like, who's coming? The XO was talking to the military generals that were in the Pentagon. They were talking to the different generals that were all around the world. They're like, get your troops ready, get them up there. Get the, get everybody up there. We gotta get them ready to go. Here we go. We need to get the carrier striker of USS Carl Vinson and the Ronald Reagan and the Harry S. Truman. Pull them in from the left and the right and the north and the south. Get them ready to go. So they were pulling in everybody. And by that time, they could hear something happening in the background as Dale Burt was getting ready to go again. Just going at it right now. And Tom Tavers, every time he came back to the screen, the radar screen was loaded. It was almost so thick he couldn't even see anything else. He's like, they're coming from everywhere. And the exit was on the phone with the president. He's like, they're everywhere. And the Pentagon's are like, they're everywhere. Everyone was freaking out. It was like the craziest. People were running left. People were running right. Dale Burt was going, oh. 
<laughs> Tom Taylor's getting back over to his radar screen. Be like, oh my goodness, they're everywhere. We're in trouble. Quick, call everybody. We gotta push the nuclear warheads right now. And on the president was trying to make the decision. Now back in the White House, he was sweating. It was just a normal day. He woke up. It was just a normal day. You go get your coffee, you play some football golf. And all of a sudden, this full-blown attack was coming in. They had been calling every country and continent they could think of. But everybody was denying that they were making a, an attack that day. It was going nuts. Well, back down below, Petty Officer J. Tech Wade Burdukey had woken up. He had gotten his cleaning supplies and he was walking around. He noticed that there was a lot of hustling and bustling around that time. And as he walked into the control room, people were flying around like crazy. He's like, oh my goodness. Well, he started dusting and cleaning. Meanwhile, Tom Tavern is running around. Ah, what is going on? We got an invasion. They're calling the other submarines and the destroyers. They said, all right, get the Gary Stryker, Eve Eisenhower, and the Nimitz, and the Teddy Roosevelt. We got to get the Stennis and the George Bush Bush. Let's get them here. Where's Arius Truman? Get all those guys here. We got to be ready. These guys are coming from anywhere. In the meanwhile, Dale Burt was going, oh, <laughs> By now, the radar screen was so low that Tom Tavers couldn't even believe it. There was dots all over the thing. It must be a full-on whatever coming. No, Wade Bear Dookie was just cleaning and dusting, and he pulled out his his uh, dust covered. The president was like, I don't know guys, I really don't want to set off an invasion, oh, but if that's what we got to do, have we found out who these people are yet? And they're like, no sir, we don't know who's coming. So he's trying to talk to us, everybody was going nuts. The whole White House, the whole state of Washington DC, everybody in the military was going nuts. By now the news agencies were starting to get a hold of this. Everybody was getting crazy. People were pulling their money out of banks. It was starting to get really crazy. And meanwhile, Wade Dookie was just cleaning. He took one of the sheets and he sprayed some stuff on it. And he was going around cleaning all the instruments. And uh, Petty Officer Tom Chavers was running around. He's like, Del Burt, you need to go. He could tell, he had heard him sneezing and going crazy. He's like, I think I'm gonna go lay down. He's like, yeah, go lay down, we got this. So Del Burt walked off and Tom Chavers was running around. And the exit one, the rest of the guys in the control room, the torpedo room, the sonar room, everywhere, people were doing things. They had the periscope going up. They were searching around. I don't see anybody, I don't see anybody. Well, keep it going, there might be somebody there. And they were looking around everywhere. Meanwhile, Wade Bear Dookie, had walked up to the radar screen and he had wiped it down. Everybody was running around like nuts and he had moved on to the next one. And pretty soon he was out of the control room and dropped down there. But Tom Jefferson he got back over the radar screen and looked at the radar screen. He's like, what? They were gone. The invasion, the army, they were all gone. There was no sign of any kind of invasion. And everybody, meanwhile, the XO was running around. He's on the phone with the president who's getting ready to push the button and they're getting ready to release a full-on invasion. They just didn't know who to release the invasion on. And he's like, uh, sir, uh, not now, said the XO. I'm talking to the president. He's like, sir, you might want to see this. He's like, not now. I'm trying to talk to the president. He's like, sir, get over here. This is really important. And so the XO got over there. You know, look. And uh, he looked at the bear and he's like, oh, it was clean. It was gone. Nobody. They're like, I don't think we have to set off the World War Four. Here we go. So he called up the president. He's like, President, it's gone. There it's gone. And on that day, there was no World War Three or Four or Five started. In fact, on that day, everybody eventually settled down and they just wrote it off as like, whoever the invasion was coming from, it had been eliminated somehow, some way. Somebody credited to a prayer that somebody had been saying at the time. But we all know us insiders that on that day 
Petty Officer 3rd Class JTAC Wade Bear Dukey of the USS Seawolf saved not only his submarine, but the entire world from a great war. And on that day, while his mama Paul may not have known, their son, their little Doochie Woochie son, had saved the world. The end. <laughs>